No, I'm pretty tense actually, but I stretch a lot. And It's time for Art and Science Punks, the podcast where we talk about art, science, and technology. As punks, we love to create, to explore, sometimes to fail, to learn, and to listen to loud music. <laughs> Especially the Trolls soundtrack. Right. Over and over and over again. So, you know, and sometimes music from the punk era, actually, the, you know, the early punk. I mean, honestly, all sorts of, all sorts of music, when it's newer, it's implied that it's punk. And there's, there can be a tension as far as adoption from one generation to the next or whatever. But, but obviously where I'm thinking of music from the, you know, the late seventies, 1970s. The true and, punk uh, era. Yeah. I mean. That's no, I'm the name that we're borrowing from. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to start a fight. Yeah, no. No fight. No not fight with you, with like here. the random, you know, Twitterverse. Sure, sure. Yeah. That's not, nope. That's not recommended. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But we have. We've been exploring all sorts of different music recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of only having the troll soundtrack repeat forever. <laughs> um, and when anyone in the family can just sort of ask a, an agent sitting nearby, you know, hey, you know, the Amazon agent, <laughs> play the tr- soundtrack from Trolls. Play this specific song for the 100th time from Trolls. Right. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Which is great to see the kids doing. And it's a, it's a nice skill. But it's, it, was, it was time to, in, to purposefully inject. Broaden their horizons. Mystery and variety and, and, and new different quality stuff, too. I like massively tangent in the middle of my intro. Sorry. No, about I that. always do that too. Like I, I enjoy doing a little tangent in the intro. Okay. So like that's well good. We're not going to talk. Well, we might. I actually we probably will talk about music tonight. Now that I think about it. Hmm. All right. So I'm one of your punks, Kate Stensinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner. Hey, I am Rob Stensinger. And tonight we're gonna punk ponder. That's our thing. About? Uh, what inspires you? Yeah. Hmm. What and who inspires you? Oh, okay. I like it. That sounds really good. Um, did you have an angle you wanted to, to tackle that? 80 degree. 80 degrees. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, good. So what inspires you? Okay, I wouldn't call that an angle, <laughs> but but okay. That fair was enough. more of a straight line, wasn't so, it? So yeah, it's, that's that's a, just a line. It's a line. Yep. Well, it's a starting point. Okay, so what inspires me? I mean, let's see. Uh, uh, not to be self-referential, tautological. Are you, you right? going to say like, yourself? No, <laughs> sure. I do inspire me, but like that wasn't my main answer. Oh, okay, I was thinking it's it's. Um, traits and skills and expressions of um great feeling when someone's putting those traits and skills to the to the test and I kind of get both things that get me excited where music that is incredibly well executed mm-hmm. I will I can get very excited about especially if it's in a zone that's like one of my one of my favorite genres like I really enjoy different Reggae. Flavors of metal. Um, <laughs> Shoot, got that one wrong. Yeah, um, you know, like anything that um, I enjoy, like okay, um, 
variety of music. Uh, oh, sure. Tons of different genres of metal, but yep, a lot know, of metal. So, yep. Um, funk, um, disco, pop, new Some wave, pop, new wave, lots, right? Rap, um, of, and that's just such so broad saying metal is the same thing as saying rap where it's like giant swaths of universes yeah. are, are, diff, are, are, are wrapped into that one word anyway. Um, but there's just, you know, sometimes the, where I feel like a sense of, um, um, capture and, and my attention in my heart and, and something's pulling and, and I'm really, um, caught in appreciating that's and that ad, then I admire that. And all of a sudden I'm like, now I'm inspired to act based upon it. That's really interesting that you say um, a couple of, a couple of things that you said in there, because mm. one of the questions I was going to ask you, or one of the things that I wanted us to talk about is um, where do you feel it in your body when you're inspired? And you just talked about, like, I feel it in my heart. Like, it tugs mm -hmm. at my heart. I feel it. So if you were going to, you know, kind of physic from a physicality standpoint, where do you feel it? Or how do you feel it in your body when you're inspired? Hmm. It, yeah, I mean, I, I do think it, it definitely, it, so it depends on what, right? So if I'm, um, you know, 15 year old Rob watching a, a skateboarding video. Yeah. Then I feel it as, uh, I mean, it, I feel it in my heart in a different way where it's like, I'm, I'm feeling like, a um, a higher heart, higher rate in my heartbeat. Kind of an adrenaline. Yeah. I'm breathing deeper and maybe, um, I just want to get up and move. I want to mm -hmm. get on a skateboard. Right. So that's, it's in my legs and maybe my not really itchy like oh no there's something wrong with my feet but my feet really need to yeah get up and not not be still like okay this video is fun but like it's time to to get on the board nice um, yeah. so then that's not to just kind of jump right to it but the other question that i had and again you answered it in your like complete intro like opening statement is, you know, what happens to you when you're inspired? And I think that's one thing that, to me, I really I really feel like I, when I'm deeply inspired, then I need to take action. Or I feel like I want to take action. And, okay, I mean, so does it, inspiration can feel like, um, like crying, too. Like, I could feel a lump in my throat. I could feel like, my eyes are itchy or watery and or tearing up yeah, and uh, tingly. Mm -hmm. uh, anything from like um, tingling forearms or back of my neck. Um, what about like, do any of those feelings resonate with you? Like what, where, how did, how do you feel? I think when I'm really inspired um, I could kind of, I think what you said, you know, like 15 year old Rob, it's kind of a different, it can be a different feeling. Hmm. I think I have like two, two angles that I go when I'm inspired. Hmm. Um, I either feel, 
um, you know, kind of like that adrenaline and that excitement um, is sometimes when I'm inspired, but I think more often I get this um, like deep, peaceful contentment. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a calm because I'm just not a, a real calm person. <laughs> it's not like, oh, suddenly I'm calm. I'm feeling inspired. But I get this, um, it's, it's very much a feeling of joy, gratitude, and just really being content. And so, because so things, mm. the, the kinds of things that, that inspire me, kind of if going back to try and make this make sense, is what inspires me um, Nature inspires me, hmm. um, but I, you know, so being out in nature, going for a hike, being in the woods, whatever, really inspiring to me, but also just even looking like at nature photographs, you know, um, I always like hmm. to see, I think it's National Geographic that does like the top nature photographs every year, you know, each year from the top photographers or maybe, I think that's who does it. Um, and that's always interesting to me and I can feel a sense of wonder and, and beauty and inspiration from kind of looking at some of those images. Um, so is it, is it always something that is a, hmm, um, it's a visual thing or, cause I, I think sometimes I react to, um, I listen to different podcasts that are reflective and philosophical mm -hmm. and whatnot. So I get, I get inspired by ideas, interesting ways to think through problems. Oh, absolutely. Um, Some of the things that inspire me. So that was just mm -hmm. one example of being kind of the nature thing, but other things yeah. that inspire me, um, I find very much is like child development books. Hmm. Um, you know, I'm reading the one that you recently read around brain development right now. And I find it incredibly inspiring. Yeah, mm. uh, makes whole, me the wanna, whole brained child. Yeah, yeah. the whole brain child, mm -hmm. and uh, you know that's something that that often throughout my adult life has been something that has inspired me is just understanding development. So some of this sounds like it's empowering, right? Mm -hmm. So like if if you're you're building off of something that you're you have a familiarity and ability to act upon and and whatnot, but some of it it's almost like a is it a calling like, Hey, you could do this. This looks like something you want to do or is it not to do, or is it just meant to just sort of be appreciated or do both cases exist for you? That's a, that's a good question. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think Cause I like think, nature photography. You don't necessarily, no, I don't feel any desire to go, go and out and take pictures of caterpillars. Yeah. But I really like it when they, you know, get those pictures of the caterpillars just kind of standing up. Yeah. Looking like he's saying, "Hey, what up? What up, G?" <laughs> this flower looks like a skyscraper, you know. Yeah. To to me. Yeah, but you know, but then on the child development side, then that is more. I'm inspired to take action, mm. and same thing. I, I come up with the same thing um, with other things that are are you know close to my creative pursuits, right? So, sewing patterns or um, a particular fabric will really inspire me. Um, that's happened a couple of times where I've gotten a fabric that I just kind of love everything about it, the pattern, the feel, the texture, mm -hmm. um, all of that. And I'll kind of be very inspired to take action with it. Right. So that's not something I'm just going to, Oh, I'm going to look at that fabric every day. Oh, it's nice. No, I want to do something with that. I want to turn that into something. I want to create with that. 
Uh, does inspiration ever poison your ability to, to move forward with creating? I know some of... Mm, give me an example. Sometimes... Because um, I don't think I'm so. I think of sources in particular, but um, podcasts I listen to, like uh, like Back to Work, could... And I know at some point I could not tell you which episode number or what have you, but uh-huh. the idea of um, like reading a blog about running isn't going, isn't really running. Right. And, and, you know, reading, reading about writing, isn't really writing and whatever, whatever, like sometimes you can procrastinate with this inspiration. Maybe. <laughs> I saw a quote the other day that said, um, Oh, I'm not going to get it exactly right. But, um, buying craft supplies and making crafts are two separate hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And I felt a little resonation. Uh, I resonated a bit with that quote. Because uh, I, you know, somewhat. Well, really? I mean, maybe sometimes, but uh, but I noticed you... Uh, no, I like to use my stuff. I yeah, really do. I like really to. Do. I like to use my stuff, but I still have. You know, I have a basket of yarn. There's some yarn at the bottom of the basket that's been there a while, and sure. you know, I've got some fabrics too that, you know, certainly. But, um, and you know, and I try to control myself, but yeah, I could go. I could go do that. Sure, it's it is it it seems appealing at the very least, yeah. even though you you don't necessarily jump jump right. down that path yeah. too frequently. But um, okay, but, but okay, I'm trying to think back to your yeah, question. So I'm curious, like, does that happen for you? Does does inspiration ever? How did you play? How did you say it? Uh, something like, does it ever like stop you or block you? And, and yeah, keep you from actually doing the thing that you seem to have big feelings about. I think sometimes, um, and I'm going to turn this around and ask you to answer the same question mm-hmm. here, but um, I think sometimes some of the things that I'm inspired by, I can also be intimidated by. Mm. So, you know, I talked about being inspired by nature. I talked about being inspired by um, child development books. Um, I'm also very inspired by reading about, you know, uh, reading about reading from strong women, right? Leaders, um, mothers, just strong women. But also, mm-hmm. I can sometimes um, I find in those, and sometimes with that, and even some of the child development stuff, just feeling intimidated. Hmm. Um, oh, that, there's a what is this? Uh, Oh, uh, this is going to be just a collection of, of misquotes, right? Oh, good. Yeah. The whole like, And so you and I are trading them. And so I, at least, you know, neither of us is alone in this, but the, um, there was an episode years ago that, uh, I, of, of podcast that Ira Glass recorded about, um, how he looks at his creative process and taking kind of a wide view at it and how in your development as, as you gain skill in making stuff your your taste and your awareness of that's of that um mm-hmm. that discipline can improve faster than maybe your ability to execute and your output so sure you, can. you can be like wanting to catch up to your taste but and i and i don't remember what he advised as far as like <laughs> you know um probably a lot of um just you know being honest with where you're at yeah you know keep practicing get feedback yeah. Well, and it's nice to have something to strive towards too, right? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. inspiring too. I know, I think for both of us, having goals is inspiring. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for me, not every goal is meant to be a, um, maybe I have a third kind of goal. So sometimes when I talk about goals, I, I make two distinctions and I might have just thought of a third one right now. Oh, interesting. So my typical distinctions I mention are, um, I think of goals as like a threshold, like this is a, a quantifiable accomplishment that probably is moment in time and it comes to pass and it is accomplished. Okay. At, at some point, it, it's a finish line to cross, but then there's goals that aren't really a finish line. They are essentially a way of being. Sure. Where I wish to exhibit these qualities or these, you know, to on a regular basis be in this way. Mm-hmm. And then I think the third might be totally escaping me. Um, <laughs> that's no fun. <laughs> hmm. It's, so we're talking about inspiration. Nope. Okay. Well, while you're thinking about that, so yeah. go back to the question you asked me about, do you, does inspiration ever get in your way? Um, oh, right. Okay. So a goal of, here you go. This, uh, th- that could be the third kind of goal where it is not accomplishable. Not, and it's not really a, like a, an ongoing way of life, but it's an influence. I want to be stretching toward this thing. Give me an example. I'm not so, following. Uh, what would be an example? Um, like it's not my, my list of projects I have is unrealistic. If I put on like a particularly tight time frame, right? Oh, sure. And, but, but yet I like to have them around. Like I want to know that that's what I'm stretching toward. So, yeah. The couple of games, the you know the the comic and game project, yeah. a few of these things that yeah. obviously we've chatted about, but I could look at that and say this is defeating and it makes me sad or something, and and or I could look at this and say I know I'm trying to make adjustments to be making it more likely that this kind of thing can happen, and so it's part of what yeah. I'm trying to strive toward. Yeah. Toward. So it's like a more of a striving goal that I know it's going to influence me. I know it's going to take different shapes over time, but I want to, I want to keep that around. Yeah, so I want to have that. There's that third category. I want to have that goal and I want to keep, gra- I want to keep running towards it. Yeah. So there's a lot of inspirational quotes around that, mm-hmm. you know, um, hang in there. Yep. It's a cat. <laughs> And it's hanging on a branch. Yep. It's good. It was a really popular poster at one point. Um, we should get that poster. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a kitty. Hard Hang to go that around. Up. Yeah. What if we framed it and like hung it in our like living room? Um, like serious artwork? I think that would be good. Sure. You know, I would not be surprised if there were sort of oil paintings of it, right? Where it's like. <sighs> Brilliant. Yeah. I don't know. That's and if there isn't, maybe maybe we do this. We just throw that on the pile of projects. There you go. Let's okay. add that to our list of projects. Okay. Um, exploring inspiration. Do you have other things that inspire you? You talked about music. You talked about podcasts. I mean, what other things inspire you? A lot of my pursuits and hobbies and things I practice um, are... Let's see things that that inspire me like there are signals that i've seen in the world and how i felt when i've interacted and consumed and wanted to 
where I want to make things like that. Like, um, video games have inspired me. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, like, so the, the, the feeling of accomplishment, the cleverness in the design, the, the amazing amounts of problems that get solved, mm-hmm. that, that's, that I found that inspiring. I've made that a, a, a pursuit for, you know, decades now. Do you find when you think about things that inspire you, do you, th- um, do you find that you're more inspired by, um, kind of the extraordinary or like the everyday ordinary? Over time, the variety has increased because I, I tend to consume things based on my, my social, my social feeds. And, uh, I follow a variety of folks who are like very accomplished designers in different mm-hmm. fields. Yeah. And then I follow people who are, you know, earlier in the path, more like me or something. And, and I, um, I have great empathy for the different stages. I've found that I no longer like to look back at sort of my past stages and hmm. think like, oh, how dumb was that? Or, oh, psh, how people who do that are, you know, clearly unskilled and, and <laughs> aren't providing valuable stuff in the field or whatever. And it's like, no, that's not true because there, there is like benefit and value at many stages of disciplines. And so I, I, for me, at least that's something I believe and I recognize yeah. and I, um, I can relate to that. So, well, and you're also a big not, believer and supporter and everyone should share what they're doing and where they're at. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, as soon as you learn a thing, there are people who haven't learned that thing. And so you may not be sort of the, an instructor or, or a source of information that inspired you as far as being able to replicate and provide that, but you can provide what you just learned and that can help someone else. So, um, so you're inspired by both. Yeah. I mean, so I'm inspired by both. Yeah. And I, I enjoy, uh, not enjoy. I've, I found it at one, I've like stressful at, at one point to consume feed like feeds and, and be aware of like, you see someone give a great talk and then you follow them on, on a social network yeah, and then yeah. you're like, oh, okay, they're, wow, they're sharing this stuff as they're, you know, this is what they're working on. And all of a sudden you, you get other signals too, because maybe they do rip apart people at different stages of learning. Maybe they do have these other quirks and it's just sort of like, well, there's more to it than that. They're like, my inspiration is like my relationship with a thing that is, uh, something that I created that can be separate from the other things that that person does. So that, 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 that was another interesting thing. I don't know if it's quite related to where you were going. That is interesting though. But let's see. And yeah, so the list goes on. I mean, we're sitting in like, I'm inspired by a lot, you know, <laughs> uh, right. Sitting in my office, you can kind of get a good, good idea of, um, uh, your inspiration points. Mu- yeah, exactly. Um, music, comics, video games, um, Cthulhu, fantasy, art, right. Uh, yeah. Cthulhu, Cthulhu like stuff. Pandas. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Chewbacca, which, oh yeah. Kind of, kind of tucked behind. Sometimes these things get checked out of my, my archive here. Yes, they do. They get and checked get out of and <laughs> wander, and they have to go to have a tea party. Yep. Cthulhu goes for a lot of tea parties. Poor Cthulhu. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think plush Cthulhu is uh, just that's it's it's destined for those sort, for sorts tea, of tea you know, parties gatherings. and 
Yep. Going for a ride in the baby stroller from time to time. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you, you tend to surround yourself with uh, the, the, the tools that, that represent ways for you to participate in those things. Like you, you mentioned the crafts and sewing. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and child psychology. And yeah, we have tons of books, but like, let's see. So the participation. Hmm. Well, so I was going to say one of the other things that inspires me. Yeah. Um, Cause kind of talking about the extraordinary and the ordinary. Um, and I do. Um, and some days I'm better at this than others, but um, some days you can't help but be kind of smacked upside the head um, with um, something one of the kids will say. And it just can uh. be super inspiring. And I, of course, I can't come up with an example right now and I won't drone on about, you know, how brilliant my children are and, and um, all the cute and funny things they say. But, you know, it can just be one of those times where one of them will say something and you just kind of stop and it's just, it's extraordinary to think about how their mind works and how they're, you know, putting together ideas and concepts and they're really making those connections. And so like, you know, when I'm, you know, in a more calm place, you know, that I can, I can see those quite often, but sometimes even like on the busiest day that where I'm, you know, very, you know, high level of anxiety, you know, it'll still, it'll still grab me and stop me kind of in my tracks and, and just take a minute to think, you know, wow, that's, you know, kind of a fascinating, the way your brain is working right now is fascinating me. Mm. Yeah. I, absolutely. So honestly, it's, I feel very fortunate to be surrounded by people who inspire me and clearly, yes, our family inspires me. You inspire me, our kids. And, uh, and once in a while on, on good days, I think it's not bad to inspire yourself also where, uh, something about you to get yourself fired up to, I, I just have this bias maybe in every time I keep, we keep talking about, it, I, t- I talk about action after inspiration. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you can get yourself, um, you know, that sense of, you know, purpose and excitement, and then you end up being able to channel it. Like, that's just fantastic. Oh, it's it's wonderful. So, you're hugely biased, and, you know, everyone's mileage may vary, but then, uh, and then when it's, when I don't have that readily available, and then I've, I've got lots of sources where to reach out, so. So, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you know when you've inspired others? <sighs> Once in a while. Um, tell me more. Okay. Well, (laughs) um, it's okay. This is, this is uncomfortable and it's silly that it's uncomfortable, but, um, I've had people thank me for sharing my thoughts on something or how I drew, Mm -hmm. drew, drew out a problem and thinking it through and, or, um, you know, captured visual notes and that kind of thing. And, um, sometimes what's what what people will share is that um oh my gosh that's really cool i wish i could do that and, and i'm like well you happen to be talking to <laughs> never say that to rob oh i wish i could do that who believes you can do that and uh you know 
and, and you're sure you haven't tried already? I mean, when did you try? And or like, oh, well, what if we tried? And, and you know, yeah, and be encouraging about um, giving it a shot. But um, yeah, and it just it's it's honest, it's humbling, and uh, and and as much as I don't want to sit and and sort of back self backpat and congratulate. It it feels good. It's like that's that's what I want to do. If if, yeah. if I'm somehow um, providing a signal, sharing what I have learned, and it causes someone else to want to do something like that, then then it's clearly a, an indicator I've done something right. Oh, absolutely. So, how about you? Have you? And <laughs> I don't know how you. The uncomfortable question you asked me back at you. <laughs> My question was, do you know when you've inspired others? Do you know? And the reason I asked the question, and I love your answer, and I think, you know, it is spot on because I do find um, you are very inspirational and, and you um, you work really hard. And I think that's one of the things that people gravitate towards you. Are you uncomfortable now? Uh, why would you get that idea? <laughs> you look kind of uncomfortable. Yep. <laughs> anyway, um, these things are all true. And so it made me think, um, I'm inspired by you. I'm inspired by other people. And I think, do they know, do you know, do they know when they're being an inspiration? You know, somebody will write, you know, uh, you know somebody will write something, whether, you know, it's on social media somewhere, an, an Instagram post, a, a tweet or something that is really like, um, empower it. It's empowering and it's powerful. And I think, is that why they did it? Do they do this? Do they know? Do they know that they just kind of like struck a chord? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't necessarily think that, I mean, I think, yeah, you know, if you're going to put an inspirational quote out there, obviously you're going for, you know, yeah, that's, that's, it's right of, in the name. It's yeah. It's right in the name. Inspirational Packaged, quote. Yeah, but you know, just kind like of some that. other things. Somebody shares a story about their day, shares an experience they went through that really connects or resonates or makes me think or makes me hmm. feel inspired to go, you know, um, do something to be better, to be stronger, to, to pursue my passions, you know, and that's happens a lot. Um, mm. So that's what made me think of the question is, hmm. is kind of thinking of it that way. So to answer the, the uncomfortable question, um, no, I don't know when I'm doing something that inspires others. Cause what happens for me, um, interestingly enough, um, is at work hmm. is people will come to me and, um, compliment me on the way I handled a difficult situation Hmm. um, that was probably more public than it needed to be. You know, just awkward moments on phone calls, right? You got Hmm. 40 people on a conference call and somebody picks a fight with somebody else and I'm usually the one that kind of negotiates that conversation. And people Hmm. will come to me and say, I want to learn how to do that. Um, Okay. Because people get really uncomfortable and people just kind of want to shut down and I'll kind of walk right into it mm. um which is really funny if you think because who was the most conflict avoidant person you knew 10 years ago <laughs> uh, it depends on the conflict i mean if you're you're that's you're true. typically up for it when when it's somehow helping helping out people that that yeah that's true i probably wasn't the most conflict avoidant but yeah, not even um, close having having learned from the best 
I am uh, much more, much more well equipped. Yeah. I, well, conflict, that might be a topic. We should talk about conflict one time. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Cause I'm sure I just made that sound like you and I fight all the time or something. <laughs> now I know how to deal with Stay conflict. Tuned. Who knows? <laughs> so, all right. No, yeah. that's, that's not how I learned to manage conflict, but, um, yeah. So anyway, that's, that was the reason mm-hmm. for my question and well, my answer to the we question. We had a lot of angles on inspiration and I think. It, was it, it was 80 degrees? I, th- I think it was, yeah, it wasn't zero degrees. It wasn't 80 degrees. <laughs> it's like 45 degrees. Oh, I thought for sure an 80 degree angle going tonight. <laughs> Maybe you did. All right. So what do you think about doing some picks? I would love to do some picks, but I want you to go first tonight. Okay. Do you have a science pick? I do have a science pick. And I have a science pick. And I have a science mention. <gasps> Are you already? It's episode three and you're already cheating? Yeah, a little you're bit. You're jumping in. It's of its time. This is timely. This is not like a news time, you know, highly expiring. If you leave this podcast on the shelf, you let, let it sit out overnight, it's probably not going to spoil, right, in the morning. Not so bad, right? Or at least if parts of it spoil, you just kind of lop those off and the rest of it's good. So, um, so not okay, too so worried about next news, time, right? The next time something starts to partially spoil and I lop it off and try and serve you the rest of it? That's against, well, I, I, this, this is a podcast. Oh, a different rule. And a metaphor. Rule. Okay. Okay. All right. All, All right. right. Keep going. Okay. So the, um, so the, the Cassini project, the, the Cassini probe has finally completed its mission, exploring the, um, the Saturn system. Nice. And, yeah, and and so I think it was was um just like was it was it this morning at four a.m. or so? I mean, it's really oh, wow. near the time. Super recent. Yeah, where it did its final plunge into the atmosphere of Saturn, and I just think that that's really important to mention. And I know, like we've done a lot of picks related to I know NASA. It. We're kind of in and, space because we're enjoying that like, a lot right so now. It's so amazing. There's, I can't even imagine. It's so, nearly limitless resources of of honestly fun exciting stories and uh science and whatnot to explore of you know obviously the like any so many projects and it's a great you know nasa is amazing as an organization and obviously you know jet propulsion laboratory all the different people and organizations that work with them it's a giant global team that pulls this kind of stuff off right so i'm not just claiming it's one group or whatever but like um anyway this uh what what a big event so like yeah. A, another human-made um, project and probe has made it. You know, it it did it did work for for um, I forget how long its mission was. It's like was it seven years ago they decided to extend the mission or something? Ah, anyway, I'm not doing a great job of of summarizing it. So, beginning in 20, 2010, Cassini began a seven-year mission extension. So, yeah, all right. It's um, so like. Cassini had um, already accomplished its job by 2010 initially, but then they extended you know, they it. Extended it, and amazing photos that that it's sent and whatnot. And I think we've linked to it before. But anyway, worth mentioning because it's finally done its plunge and it, it went into the atmosphere and uh, burned up, and became part of the planet that it was exploring. 
Wow. Yeah. And that, that's not Cassini. my quote, but like, and yeah, by Cassini. Uh, I will link to that in the show notes. Awesome. And my pick is, but yeah, you know, I'm providing a pattern here. So this is this system, right. you know, it's it, like if, yep, you, it if you're like, hey, I got two things, make it a mention. Boom. There you go. Now we have that, mentions that and pick. picks. It was a mention. <laughs> All right. All right. So my pick is, um, it's, it's this um, website, this project called Lightnote. And it's exploring music theory from a little bit different angle than I've encountered it because it's uh-huh. not just about sort of the um, the the twelve note system that some aspects of it are intuitive and other aspects of it are of it are just befuddling to me. Where it's like, I'm a, why why is it A through G, right? Why? And so this this takes it um, this this project looks it's it's essentially an explorable explanation which provides a lot of um, visuals and interactive stuff to teach that um, as you're scrolling through these pages, you can click on stuff and see that, well, hey, there's actually an infinite amount of notes and they're just at different frequencies. And then you can, you can hear the frequencies and click around on oh, a little, fun. little spectrum. And, um, and it talks about how harmony works and, and how the pentaton- pentatonic scale works, which is a little more flexible than the 12 note scale. And so you get into this more, the, the, the sort of, if you've ever studied a, um, you ever studied an instrument, you're, you know, you'll, um, to whatever level of success, um, you kind of see how it relates to just, you know, patterns of, of, of sound and the physics of sound independently of this other system, but how they, but how they work together. So it's a great, um, it's a great tool um, so it's just, for the science of, of sound. It's just, and it's interactive and you mm-hmm. can kind of click around and play. Yeah, and multiple sections and chapters and it looks like they're expanding it. And um, I think it relates to like a premium service too, but like this free, the free set of tools is, is really educational, worth a look. Very fun. Nice pick. And, and, and really nice mention too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, so what's your pick? I have an art pick tonight. Nice. It is not nearly as cerebral as your pick and mention, hmm. but it still is a good one. Okay. Is it music related? Um, no. I'm trying okay. to stretch it into I music. Was wondering, I was wondering, because you said something about music related earlier, and I'm like, oh, wow, I wonder if she has, like, we wove that in all over in this episode, but that's okay. What's your pick? My pick is the giant cotton candy flower. <laughs> okay. It's art. It's an That's art fantastic. form. It is. Yes, it is. I am not disparaging this thing. It's just, it's, why, why am I laughing? Why, why do I think it's funny? I, it's surprising. That's it is all. surprising. It's surprising. So there is a YouTube video, and we will link to it in the show notes, uh, that um, the kids and I discovered one day, because sometimes we go out and we explore YouTube different. Um, we, we do a lot of how is something made, right? So mm-hmm. how are jelly beans made? How, is, um, can, how are candy canes made? Um, crayons. How are um, crayons made? That was a cool uh, one. What was it? Um, fro- frozen treats? Yeah, like ice cream sandwich. Yep, yep. Those kinds of things. So that was the intent is um, I wanted to know how cotton candy was made. And so, of course, we come across this video, which is a video out of China of this um, street vendor 
hmm. making cotton candy and somebody walks up and you know orders one and you can kind of see in the background there's all these different you can do a flower you can do a um like a kitty you can do like different things <laughs> and so this man starts to make this giant cotton candy flower and it's with layers upon layers of different colors and it's you know it's a quick three to five minute video but it's fascinating to see this giant cotton candy flower the process is so cool yeah and he's very skilled very talented yeah but seriously it's so big it's huge so and of course my kids are like i want to eat that and i'm like oh no way (laughs) i would be so sick but anyway we'll link to that one you'll have to check out that youtube video check out the giant cotton candy flower it's amazing (laughs) that's awesome what a great pick thank you And that wraps us up for today. Thank you for listening and being a part of the Art and Science Punks community. Robbie, tell the fine people where they can find us online. Sure. Art and Science Punks has a blog at Art Science Punks Burger. (laughs) Wait a minute. We have the and sometimes, and we don't have the and sometimes. Sometimes. It's awesome. It's really fun. So we have a blog at artandsciencepunks.com, yet to find us on Twitter and Instagram, we are Art Science Punks. And you can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm or on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts, where we'd appreciate your kind words and ratings. Thanks. And you can tweet me at Kate Stensinger on Twitter. And I'm Rob Stensinger on Twitter. Keep building, making, and sharing. If they truly think we suck, why can't they? They can give us a crappy rating. They can do whatever. Exactly. You can do whatever you want, people. That's totally true.